Bros. This is the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. We are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life. Um, this week on the podcast, we have a couple things in Adventures in Hunting. Uh, we got a new pop and a couple new Blu-rays that are coming out this week. Um, came out this week. Came out this week. Okay. Yeah, it's Thursday, huh? Yeah. Duh. Um, we don't have any through the wall news, but we have a shit ton of stuff in this week's sneak peeks. Like, damn. Yeah, we got Aladdin. We got Batman versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We got Good Boys. We got a clip of Shazam. And what came out this morning, uh, trailer number Dose. For Avengers Endgame. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. And then for our main event of the evening, we are going to do a breakdown of Captain Marvel, which we saw on Sunday. Which was Caleb's birthday. What? No. Oh, yeah, I forgot. You hate being told happy birthday. I do. It's (sighs) that. Hate it. Anyway, let's get to it, shall we? Yes, let's do it. Okay, first off in Adventures in Hunting, um, we got a new pop figure that's coming out. um, And it's the second starter that we've gotten, right? What? The second starter Pokemon that we've gotten? Oh, yeah, sorry. I had to think for a minute. Yeah, so the first one we got was Bulbasaur, yep. and then this one we got Charmander. So the next one better be Squirtle. Oh, it freaking better be. Like, watch And it better gonna... be freaking cuter than Charmander, because Charmander's cute as shit. Yeah, no kidding. Watch, it's going to be like Lucario or something. Oh, that'd be so dumb. Or Meowth. Meowth? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Meowth would be awesome. I'll take Meowth. Why not? <laughs> Knowing my luck, he'll probably be an exclusive. Oh, that would suck. And to top that, probably like a Walgreens exclusive. Yeah. Other than Squirtle, are there any other real Pokemon that you're wanting? No, just Squirtle. Just Squirtle? Actually, wait, no. Jigglypuff. I really want Jigglypuff. I want a 10-inch Jigglypuff. Dude, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I... Yeah, I'll take a 10-inch Jigglypuff over a 10-inch Pikachu any day. Hell yeah. I already got the only one that I want. Other than I still need to get that one. Yeah, you missed an opportunity. There were I know, shit I was stupid. Choose from. I know, and they were a lot of them were in really good condition. I was stupid. Yep. Next time, <laughs> I might check out the Orm. Since I have to return that Shazam pop, I'll check the Orm location see if they got any. In. Good call. Yeah. Uh, moving on to Blu-rays, we got two ones. Uh, isn't it? Wasn't this one Best Picture? Yes, sir. Best Picture, uh, Oscar winner, The Green Book. Yep. I still have not seen it. I still haven't either. Are you going to pick it up or? Uh, not for like twenty dollars, but maybe like when it's like fifteen. Yeah. Fair enough. Might as well. Um. Then the other one we got is Fantastic Beasts: The Crimes of Grindelwald, which was. Eh. I still haven't seen it at all. You've... 
and I, from your reaction, I'm not missing much. You're really not. <laughs> I'm sorry. I really did not like this one. First one is so much better. So what would be your personal grade for it? Probably like a, a C. A C? Yeah. Is that being nice? Yeah. You know what? Actually, C minus. Damn. Yeah. You haven't graded a C minus movie in a really long time. I, I did not like this movie really that much. Mm. What? No, I'm going to go with a C. There are some saving graces. Not very many. I'm yeah. Guessing. But I mean, the biggest one, of course, <laughs> is Eddie Redmayne is. Oh my, Newt Scamander. I almost forgot his damn name. Gosh damn it. <laughs> I was going to fail you super hard, too. I was like, ooh, I know this. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so Solid C. Hmm. Yeah. Not a great movie, but. It's, it's eh. worth checking out. Like, At least once? Yeah. Like I might red- rent it on Redbox and just. So you don't have to buy it. <laughs> I'll still buy it. I'm a completionist, dude, so. Honestly, if I were you, I might just like wait until I buy it and watch it for free. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, all right. Well, that's all we got in Adventures in Hunting. You got anything else? Uh, nope. That is it. Cool. Um, moving on. Like I said, we don't have any through the wall news, but we got a ton of this week's sneak peeks. Uh, the first one that we're going to talk about is Aladdin, trailer number three. Oh, it's three? I think it's three, because the first one was the little, like, the teaser-ish kind of one. Oh, yeah. Number two was the one where it revealed what Genie would look like, and number three is the one that we just got. Oh, well, shit. Okay. Yeah. Um, Better than trailer two. Way better than trailer two, but still not great. <laughs> yeah. Um. So when they were singing A Whole New World... Naomi Scott, I think she's good as Jasmine. She was a good choice. The guy that's playing Aladdin, I don't know if he's the best singer. I didn't get that vibe either. He okay. wasn't super great. Yeah, okay, all right. Um, um and they look good. Yeah, they do. Like, um, and his acting's pretty good. It's just his singing. That... There's a lot of shit from this that confused the hell out of me. So like when he's running and he uh with the scaffolding and he like grabs a rope and swings into the building. Yeah. Why does he grab that carpet? Yeah, I had the same question too. Yeah, he grabs it and then just chucks it. It's, it's like meh. Like you could have done something else with that. Yeah, right? Seriously. And yeah. Is uh, that supposed to be like a hint? Because I'm not catching it. We actually did see the magic carpet a little bit. For like a really quick second. I totally missed it. Yeah, I, I had a hard time paying attention through this too. I only watched the trailer once. I watched it twice because I thought I saw the magic carpet, but wasn't okay. sure. Uh, how did you feel about Will Smith's singing voice? Okay, he can sing. Yeah. He can sing. Did not mouth. dig everything else. Yeah. It's like they were trying to go for the... Car- like. I don't care how cool you are. If Aladdin were to see that kind of shit, he would blow his brains out. That would be terrifying. That yeah, that would be extremely terrifying. Like they did they did a lot with um they're trying to copy the the cartoon. 
or the animated or the the movie yeah the original and it's not working for them no it's not it really isn't yeah and brielle pointed out a good little fact with these animated movies it's hard to for a transition with some of the really cartoony characters like in cinderella um the fairy godmother I actually never, I didn't see Cinderella. You did? So. Oh. Uh-huh. It's actually really good. It is? Okay. Yeah, so the fairy godmother, uh, Helena Bonham Carter played her. Okay. And it just, it didn't feel like the fairy godmother that we kind of let, like the little bubbly girl, old lady. Okay. Did and it like kind of feel like the fairy godmother from Shrek 2? Not even like that. Oh. It, it didn't really feel like a fairy godmother. It just felt like a witch with powers. Oh well, damn. Yeah, it, eh. Helen the Bottom Carter needs to stick to playing the creepy people because that's the that's the vibe I got from her. She can't play cutesy, bubbly very well. I I completely agree. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's the issue that it's having, it or Aladdin's having because one, you're just set up for failure. Because you're trying to replace, or you're trying to fill the void of Robin Williams. Yeah. And it doesn't work. No. It, Especially it, not with Will Smith. Which, yeah. nothing against Will Smith no, and his acting abilities. Absolutely He's nothing. a fairly good actor. Yes. Let's watch the Men in Black movies. Yeah. I freaking love him in that. Yeah. But he's one of those, like, big name, like The Rock, and where it's he's just playing himself. In a way. Yeah, I agree. And trying to fill the void of Robin Williams with Will Smith is not working out for them. And then going with all the crazy animated stuff that they did in the Never Had a Friend Like Me song in live action is friggin' nightmare fuel. Dude, I'm honestly excited for... I know this is like switching movies... But that nightmare scene in Dumbo, I'm stoked to see that in live action. I want to be even more scared. Oh my gosh. I remember that terrified me as a child. <laughs> that terrifies me to this day. <laughs> I, considering it's Tim Burton, I'm expecting a lot. So don't let me down. Yeah. Um, the costumes in this look oh, yeah, amazing. Yeah, the costumes look fantastic. Yeah, it's just everything else. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, did you hear whose voice? What's the parrot's name? Do you remember? Uh, no. Okay, I don't either. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know who voices him. <laughs> what's his name? Gilbert Gottfried. Oh, okay. Did you hear that he's pissed? Who's voicing the parrot? Alan Tudyk. I'm actually really okay with that. I am too, but he's pissed that he didn't get contacted to play him again. I'm okay with that. <laughs> you I can am. only take so much Gilbert at a time. Yeah, you're not wrong but there. Alan Tudyk is a freaking amazing choice. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Maybe I'm just biased because I freaking love Alan Tudyk. Oh, I mean, he made a... Uh, what's the... He made Hey Hey an actual like viable character, and he barely said anything, so... <laughs> he didn't say the, a damn thing. The man has talent. <laughs> Dude, he's so cool. He is. Like, and K2SO, like, come on. He's fantastic as him. Yeah, that was freaking amazing. 
Uh, moving on, because I don't think we have anything else to say about Aladdin. No. It's just, eh. Yeah, eh. I'll see it, because, you know, I'm sure this is a movie you definitely want to see on the big screen, but I don't know if I'll actually like it. Yeah. I'll go see it, too, but... If I have to fight for a seat, I'm not going to go see it. Yeah. The the only, like, Disney live action movie coming up that I'm, like, dying to see is The Lion King. I'll mm. see Dumbo. Like, that's the second one I'm looking forward to. But, yeah, I'm sorry. Aladdin is, like, dead at the bottom. Lion King is actually seems like it would be a lot easier to pull off in live action than it would, than Aladdin would be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. be, like, way easier. Yeah. Like, I, the transition should be damn near flawless. Yeah. I mean, it looks damn near flawless already mm-hmm. from all the footage that we've seen. Yeah, they're just basically just, how do we make this look live action? <laughs> Bam. Just copy the entire movie frame for frame, <laughs> and that's how you do it. And just wait for the money to roll in. Mm-hmm. Because let's face it, we all know that the movie's going to make a shit ton of money. Yeah, I feel the people that were working on Lion King are a lot less stressed than the people working oh, yeah. on Aladdin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do we make this look cool? Uh, okay, moving on. Uh, this one's a straight to Blu-ray uh, movie yep. that's coming out, but it's Batman versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and this looks freaking sweet. I never knew I wanted this in my life. I know I didn't. This kind of makes the TMNT DC canon now, isn't doesn't it? Yeah, it kind of does. First Injustice, now this. Hell yeah. Dude. That's freaking awesome. I know, right? I'm just not a big fan of how the turtles look. Yeah. We we definitely talked we talked about this a little bit. Yeah. But uh... I what I told you, they it looked like they were going for a 2003 it does TMNT uh show. Yeah. And they just fell a little short. And then they just kind of like crammed every other animation style in there. It kind of reminds me, it kind of looks like, um, you remember the 2007 CGI Ninja Turtle movie? Yes. Okay. The The way they look in this, that kind of like looks like the first stage of them becoming those. You have a damn good point there. Right? <laughs> that is a damn good point. And I... Honestly, though, that's probably um, how they look in that movie is by far my favorite animation of how the turtles have ever looked because I just love how they look in that movie. My personal favorite's the two thousand three one, so I think I, was, I have a I little less issues. That. I respect that. Um, yeah. I mean, the only like downside to that one is like Raph is like a different color, different shade of green than the other three, which I never understood, but. That, Maybe it was just to distinguish him a little bit more from Mikey, because Mikey's orange was a little dark. That's true. It was. That's a good point. So maybe that's just the why they did that. Yeah, good point. Um, but yeah. Anyway, the I, I think this is going to be a movie that I see to for the story, not for the animation. Yeah, no, same. Absolute same. Because Kevin Conroy's coming back to voice Batman. That makes Batman. me so and, happy. Oh, I gotta so see good. who's uh, voicing the turtles to see if they've uh, voiced them in any of the other series. It sounds like they have, because the, the the voices sound really familiar. Okay. 
But I may be 100% wrong on that. Dude, that'd be so cool if they were actually like the voices from the 2003 series. Dude, that'd be sweet. I know it's definitely not the ones from the 2012 series because those are pretty easily recognized. Um, Do you know if the people that did the voice for the turtles in the original movies are still alive? Um, I don't know. Uh... The only one that I know by like actual like name is Corey Feldman, um, who voiced Donatello in the first and third movie. So wait, I... Corey Feldman wasn't he in the Goonies? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And like, I'm... I know like people like hate me when I say this, but I'm sorry. I think he was a wrong choice to voice Donatello, because I don't see that kind of voice coming out of Donatello. Like, uh, the vo- uh, the guy that voices him in Secret of the Ooze. I think is a way better voice for Donatello. Like, just like when I hear Corey Feldman's voice, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, that is not Donatello to me. That, that and that's in the the first one. Yeah, that's in the first movie. Huh. I I'll I have to play you a clip. Yeah, but yeah. I'm, I haven't heard or I haven't watched the first one in a really long time. Really? I watched Secret of the Ooze. Yeah, because that one's just nostalgic value oh, for me. But. That's also a problem I have with the first one is like Donatello and Michelangelo really don't have a lot to do. It's mostly Leonardo and Raphael's movie. Um, whereas at least in the second one, Donatello actually got some stuff to do. Mm. So I, I did really appreciate that. Um, but overall, um, I don't know if I want to blind buy this or like maybe rent it off Redbox first. I'd rent it first. Yeah. Cause I think that's what I'm going to do is rent it. Yeah. Um. Okay, moving on to our next trailer that we got. You just barely showed me this. Did. Um, Good Boys, and this is a Seth Rogen produced movie of these sixth graders. Yeah. So what's so I said? It's literally the. Uh, so I think. Um, I don't. Know. I guess I would summarize. It's like super bad, but when they were younger. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, this there was so much raunchy shit. Like in this, damn. <laughs> I loved the joke at the beginning. Um, that um, I mean, you can really only see this part on YouTube, but you're not gonna see it if this trailer plays in the movie theater. Um, but like Seth Rogen is sitting down with the three main kids, and actually Jacob Tremblay is one of them, which is awesome. Um, but he's saying like how even though you're allowed to say you know shit ass and the f word and you're allowed to do like all this like shit that kids aren't allowed to usually, even though you're allowed to do it, you're not allowed to watch yourself doing it <laughs> in the trailer. <laughs> so I thought that was a pretty funny gag. Dude, isn't that the same shit that the dude or the kid from Deadpool two had to deal with? He couldn't go see the movie. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Can you imagine, like, I don't know. That'd be so interesting if my parents said that. You know what? I'm going to allow you to say the F word, but I don't want you to watch yourself saying the F word. I'm like, yeah. Oh, okay. That. I, I wonder what the situation was for the kids in It. If that was the same situation for them. I feel Richie's the only one that really curses. Yeah, he freaking cusses a like, lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like, Bill says the F word, like, once. I don't think the other ones really say anything at all. Yeah, I hope. Uh, 
um, Finn Wolfhard's mom is okay with him cursing up a storm because damn. I feel uh, like that's a that's something. It's better to ask forgiveness than permission, right? <laughs> so, mom, I'm gonna warn you right now. You're gonna hear some words from me in this movie that you may not be happy with, but. I got paid a shit ton of money, so you know I think I think it'll be okay. <laughs> I think we're square. <laughs> yeah, this is a good one. Yeah. Uh, not one I, I, I don't think I'm. This is one I'm going to see in theater. Really? Oh, I'm I mean, this unless, in theaters hands down. Unless this is one that it's like in a slow month of movies, I might go see it. Okay. Because I, I like going to see movies at least once a month, but I, I go way more than once a month. Yeah, but. At least once. Okay, if I okay, if I pay for you on a five buck Tuesday, would you go see it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Deal. I'm holding you to that. Uh um anything else you gotta say about this? No, I'm freaking stoked for this movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we can get into the details of we what really happened can't. in the No, we really can't. It's yeah, it's pretty raunchy. Yeah, unless we wanna mark this episode as explicit. Yeah. But yeah, we don't do yeah. that want to have a good laugh definitely go check out the red band trailer it's really funny uh moving on to the clip of shazam that we got this is a pretty great clip that yeah it really is it really is um it was really cool seeing um i totally forgot his name for a minute billy uh okay i don't even know where i'm going this can you take over (laughs) I just had a huge brain fart. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it. But yeah. Um, I appreciated this clip because I had my doubts about Zachary Levi playing a little kid, but he pulls it off pretty he well. He really does. Yeah, this, this sold me on the idea. I really don't have anything else bad I can really say about him. Yeah, I think one of our biggest issues with the, the first trailer, at least, was that Zachary Levi felt a little bit more childish than billy was made out to be yeah um but this one he 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 feels more like a 15 year old that's stuck in an adult's body yeah like it's got like thrown into it he doesn't know what to do and he's like super panicky like all he knows is i'm a superhero now yeah but i and he's like who do i know that knows shit about superheroes oh that's right my eddie (laughs) yeah freaking my new foster brother i said I made an it joke. I said Eddie, but I totally forgot his name's Freddie too. Uh, yeah, and then you just it explores um, him trying to figure out what his powers are. He tries to fly, and tries invincibility, invisibility. Sorry, invisibility. Yeah, my, my apologies. You should be learn to pronunciate, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Obviously, he doesn't have superior intelligence. No, he does not. <laughs> and I love how they figure out the lightning bolt thing where he's like, I'm going to beat you. And then he points and then lightning strikes at his finger. And then they're was... like, it was staring us in the face. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> it Just the, his last line. Of it, he's like, literally. <laughs> like, uh, how would that not be your first go to? I know, right? Like seriously, like you go to touch the the bolt, and there's there's lightning coming off it. It's a lightning bolt. You'd think you'd put able to put one and one together. Well, I mean, but I mean, 
you could honestly say the same thing about the Flash. You'd think that he would have lightning power, but no, he just runs. Well, technically, he does have lightning power. Okay, fine. If you remember Justice League. <laughs> okay, good point. I swear, in the Flash movie, please don't let him run like that. Oh my gosh, make him run like a normal human. <laughs> what the hell runs like this? Ugh. Uh, good clip. Oh, very good clip. Super excited. Yes. April um, 5th, isn't it? Yep. Okay. Probably going to go see this opening weekend. Hell yeah. Bail out on Bronson's birthday. You <laughs> to asshole. Go to go she says, go see Shazam? I know. I'm totally kidding. Like You would, too. <laughs> Don't lie. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. And then our last trailer of the day is the one that we were... I wasn't expecting. I wasn't either. But this just I'm came s- out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Friggin' happy accident. Uh, Avengers Endgame trailer number two. Hopefully the final trailer. Hopefully the I final. I don't want to see anything else. Yeah. I kick myself I for still watching gonna... this. I don't think Marvel's confident enough yet in their... They're confident. They're confident in their product. Yeah. But I don't think they're confident enough to let this be the final trailer. Shit. Yeah, I think that they're just they're they're almost there. They're they they're just like, yeah, but what if this isn't enough for people? <laughs> I think we're gonna get one more. I feel this should be enough for people. Come on. I know, it's enough for me. Yeah, the first one was it's, enough for it's me. P- more than enough for me. Yeah, but <laughs> we tried the whole try not to watch anything yeah, that, that comes didn't... out challenge. Didn't work. Yeah, that didn't really go far. Nope. Uh, we got to see a bunch of cool shit, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think Marvel's the only one that can reference their old movies. <laughs> it, or, yeah, yeah put no clips kidding. of their old movies in the trailer and still have it, like, work. Yeah, I know, right? Um, I love the transition, though, from, like, the past to the future. That was awesome. Although, one of those almost made me cry when Clint was showing his daughter how to shoot a bow. Damn you, Marvel. Yeah, that was one of the more newer footage. Stuff okay, yeah, but it, yeah, but it was still considered a flashback. Yeah, but no, yeah, you're right. Because everything else was um from previous Marvel for, yeah. movies. So first was Iron Man uh, in the desert, yep. and then cutting to his helmet, and then him in the ship, then Captain America, uh, to Winter Soldier, to modern. Then Thor, and then you just see another shot of Thor go from like long hair to short hair. Yep. And then after that, that's when it gets to Clint and all of his new footage, which and he get you get a ton of footage from him. Yeah, like I thought I was telling Caleb, like, what the hell? Hulk doesn't get shit, but actually Hawkeye got a lot in this trailer. I know. I was like, what the hell is up with that, dude? It pisses me off how little hulk we've gotten to see like other so other than the the incredible hulk movie that we got where it wasn't really that hulk yeah i mean it's technically the mcu hulk but it's not (laughs) so we got to see him in avengers for a few minutes and what glorious minutes they were they were pretty good then we don't get to see him until Iron saw... Man 3? I thought we only... 
Was he? Wait, I thought Banner was only in Iron Man three. And that was like the. Oh the, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that was like the mid credit scene. Okay, so then technically we don't get to see him until Avengers: Age of Ultron. Yep. And then we don't get to see him again until freaking Thor Ragnarok. And then he gets his ass beat like a little bitch in Infinity War. So we've yeah. got we've gotten to see. Well, Clint's gotten the same treatment too. Yeah, yeah. Both like, of our won't... characters get the short end of the staff. We got to see him for a couple minutes, kinda in Thor. Thor. Got yeah. to see him uh, a little bit more prominently in Avengers because yep. that's the next time we got to see him. Yep. And then yep. we didn't see him again until Avengers: Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. And then we saw him again in uh, Civil War. Um, and then nothing in Infinity War except for a name mention. And now it looks like he hopefully will be a prominent character in Endgame. Hopefully. I'm hoping Hulk gets a little bit better treatment too. Yeah, I completely agree. I'm hoping like like their screen time is close to the exact same. And I hope that their screen time is very prominent. Because like, I feel considering how much like some of the other characters got to shine in Infinity War, I think it's time for like the characters that were barely in the in the damn movie or not even in it um have their moment to shine in this avengers movie this is i feel i'm afraid that this is going to end up being a cap black widow movie just like because of how little he got to do in the infinity war because cap wasn't in it very much that's true yeah dude like i'm so i'm a little bummed out with how they've treated hulk I am because too. so he's supposed to be the strongest Avenger. He's supposed to be the one that like no one wants to mess with other than Thor because he likes the challenge. But in Thor Ragnarok, they were pretty match from hit for hit. Yeah, on everything which I really appreciate. But then it was Thor had to go into God mode to freaking beat up Hulk. And then everyone's just like, oh, Thor can kick Hulk's ass. No. no that's, that's not, not fair. Imagine all. getting in a boxing match with your best friend, and then he pulls out a taser. That's not fair. <laughs> Thanks for giving away my secret. Yeah, but that like that's bullshit. Like, I tried explaining uh-huh. that to Bronson because he's like, oh, yeah, Hulk got his ass kicked by Thor. And I'm like, no. Uh, Thor cheated. <laughs> Yeah, he kind of did. And he's just like, how's that cheating? And I'm like, how about me and you go box? I'll bring in the taser. You just bring your fists. And he's like, well, that's not fair. Exactly. "Exactly." Yeah, and so he's supposed to be the strongest. Gets his ass freaking handed to him by Thanos. Like, I feel he should have put up a bit more of a fight. He should have. No, but he freaking like gets karate chopped in the neck, and then he's like, "Didn't didn't you make a uh, like a, when uh, Ebony Ma was like, let him have his fun in the movie?" Yeah, yeah, I was like, when he crashed in, I was like, "Hell yeah!" And then Ebony Ma was like, "Let him have his fun." I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Oh shit!" <laughs> and like a lot of the shit that I've seen with Hulk, I've had to justify in my brain to be like, "Okay, it's fine, it's fine." Like with him getting his ass kicked by Thanos, yeah, I had to explain to myself. I, I had through most of the mo- beginning of the movie, I was explaining to myself, okay, 
Thanos just used Kung Fu against someone that's like a boxer. <laughs> Not fair. No, <laughs> but Th- it's Thanos definitely had some low blows in that fight. Yeah, I'll fully admit that. Like, but Hulk I swear, is if a they thrasher. don't get if they don't get a rematch in this movie, that's bullshit. He better freaking get a rematch, dude. And he better kick Thanos' ass. Or I'm not leaving the theater. (laughs) Like, if that doesn't happen by the end credits, I'm going to be like, well, this is where I live now. Uh, Fix it. (laughs) Um, Till Marvel releases the extended cut, I ain't going anywhere. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, we got a lot... uh, we got into it a little bit about what's not in there, but yeah. what is in there is a lot of good shit. Hell yeah. Like a lot. Um, I feel like the biggest surprise and because it's one of the most badass shots of the trailers towards the end when they're walking in their quantum realm suits, they all look freaking awesome. Yeah. I had my hesitations about how those would look, but they look pretty good. They really do. Like, I'm amazed that Marvel was able to pull those off, like, but they look fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, they look like uh, the suit that Hank Pym was wearing. They do, yeah, they do. Just painted white and red Instead with of gray. the Avengers logo. Yeah, I I like that touch that they uh, the Avengers logo. I I really appreciate that touch. Um, I feel one of the probably best shots of the trailer is seeing Rocket on a War Machine shoulder. That was awesome. I can't wait to see that scene in the trailer. Dude, Iron Man better lose his shit when he sees Rocket. I know, right? (laughs) Dude, everyone needs to lose their shit. Well, some people... Well, okay. All right, let's let's think about who saw him. Thor saw him. Yeah. I don't think... I don't think anyone else interacted with him other than Bucky. Yeah, I think that was it, too. Yeah, uh... Cap interacted with Groot a yeah. little bit. So tone. So so out of the Avengers, the, the only well, out of the characters that are still alive, the only ones that haven't probably seen Rocket are Clint, Scott, and did Banner see him? I don't think Banner saw him. Okay, I think he got taken back uh, to fight Cole Obsidian. Oh yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, but I'm sure they like probably did like a whole like huddle after like all of this happened. So I'm sure they've actually. Probably so I'm met. sure they all saw Rocket. Yeah. Because that's when Thor comes smashing down. Is when Rocket comes yeah. out and he's like, "Ha you're screwed now." But, but I'm just wondering that like once you know Thanos did the snap and every, all you know half of the universe, di- sorry, half of humanity disappeared. If those that were still in Wakanda like maybe like tried to get together. Like, come together, because, I mean, um... Well, a lot of them did. Yeah. They were was, already, like, I can't remember, up. But in that group shot, was Rocket there? Rocket was off to the side with Groot when Groot was getting dusted. Because, okay. like, when, in one of the final shots, when, uh, uh, you see all the other survivors in the background of Infinity War, and then, uh, Steve's on the ground, he's like, oh, gosh. Uh, was Rocket at all in the background of that shot? I don't think so. Okay, all right. I'm gonna have to watch it again. Yeah, I do too. But I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um. So. But yeah, I want to see some. I want to see some people flip out about Rocket. Uh, yeah, I do too. Just to lighten the mood a little bit. Yeah. Right? This is like 
nothing we've gotten is happy other than Scott no. being like, can you ring me in? That That's literally the only joke that we got. Yeah. Um, um, so I pointed this out to you. The end of the trail trailer where we get to see Thor and Captain Marvel interact. And that was freaking awesome. But Black Widow does a lot of hair changing. A yeah, she this. really does. She goes from blonde to redhead to redhead to blonde. And it's driving me nuts. <laughs> so this is what I was going to tell to you or point out to you. So when we see her with blonde hair, when Thor does his freaking strutting in front of Captain Marvel. Okay. We see her with blonde hair. But earlier in the trailer, we see her with red. And it's like all braided up when she's with Hawkeye. Yeah. Was it just me or did the bottom of her hair, of the bottom of the braid, look blonde? Yes, it did. So we need to assume that a while passes so this is not like yeah like that's a that'd be at least a year yeah for hasn't it been said that it's it's been a couple years i or has it only so. been a year it i have to i don't know if they've said a couple years yet okay but i have to assume at least a year because yeah. her hair is long yes it is Digging the hairstyle though. Oh, I freaking love it. Yes, but yeah, her hair is a lot like really long, and if it still has the blonde in it, it's been a while. Yes, since she's gotten her hair cut, and yeah, so I'm wondering because of one of these scenes with Ant Man where he's looking at the missing poster Mm -hmm. and the house behind him and he looks confused as shit yes yeah he really does i'm wondering if he doesn't get out of the quantum realm for a couple years that would not surprise me at all and if he or if he's only been in there for a little while and gets stuck in one of those time vortexes things that janet was warning him about yeah huh yeah, so there's a lot to di- freaking dissect oh, yeah, in this trailer. Oh, yeah, there's a shit ton. And all of it's freaking amazing. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. So, we got five movies that we all got trailers or clips for. Yep. Let's rank them. And this number one's not going to be hard. Aladdin, right? <laughs> You're such a dick <laughs> sorry i love i love making that joke it's still funny yeah for all of you listening he's made that joke like five times today <laughs> uh, okay i'm going to ignore your stupidity and say number one for both of us is avengers endgame actually it's batman versus ninja turtles for me bullshit <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, no. It's a no-brainer. It's Avengers Endgame, number one. Yeah. I know that's number one. What's So, number two for you. Um, Honestly, it's actually Good Boys. Really? Yeah, I'm really excited about this movie. Damn, Shazam's number two for me. Number three is Shazam for me. Number three is Good Boys. <laughs> okay. And then number four is... 
Batman versus TMNT. Yep. And then five, dead at the bottom, Aladdin. Yeah. Aladdin should be like 10. Yeah. Or, you know, 100. Whatever. (laughs) Give or take a few. We're not excited. (laughs) No, we're really not. Yeah. So that covers this week's sneak peeks. Yeah. Um, that was a workout. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, now we've covered all that. Let's say we get to the main event of the evening. Let's do it. Higher, further, faster, baby. I'm sorry. I had to do it. I know. It's time! Time for the main event. Let's play Okay, so our main event of the evening this week is going to be a breakdown of Captain Marvel. Um, Like we said, we went to go see it last, or on Sunday, so the 10th. 10th. Yep. And it was awesome. I will kill you. (laughs) I know you will. (laughs) And it was freaking awesome. Yes, it was. As a fan, so I think I went in there with two sets of eyes. I did One too. set of eyes was a fan, and I freaking loved the ever living shit out of this movie. Me too. And then I, and with I barely my... knew anything about Captain Marvel, and I loved this movie. Yeah. And after I was able to take the fanboy glasses off, after I got <laughs> home, and I was able to dissect the movie a little bit, it's still an amazing movie. It, it really is. It, it really is. It, like most movies, it has its flaws. Yeah. But it's still amazing. Yeah. Um, so for those of you who are new to this, um, we split the or we grade the movie on a scale of zero to one hundred based off of individual categories. Um, so the first category we have is the story. Then we talk about the theme, acting, character development, and something brand new. Because we thought it was a little hard for us to judge music and costumes. We changed that to a a scale of 1 to 10 of how well it fit. And that doesn't affect like how our average works or whatever. Um, then some music is uh, on a scale of zero, 1 to 10. The effects, 0 to 100. Because I think we can dissect the, the effects fairly yeah. well. And then costumes uh, is again on a scale of zero or on on a scale of one to ten. And then we talk about how the movie does uh, with its genre, which we decided is a superhero adventure film. And then at the end of our breakdown, we are given a final grade for the movie. So. Let's get started. Rose, you have the synopsis of the movie? Sure do. So we're going to read that off and then get into our categories. All right. After crashing a key on uncharted territory, Air Force pilot Carol Danvers is brought up by the Kree to being a member of the elite Star Force military under the command of her mentor, Yonrog. Six years later, after crash landing on Earth while under attack by the Skrulls, Danvers begins to discover that she is not who she believes she is. With help from S.H.I.E.L.D. agent Nick Fury, Danvers begins to unravel the truth about her past. 
What she discovers is a secret that will unleash her true power and becomes one of the universe's most powerful heroes ever known. Hell yeah. So. Getting into the story. How well, like the the story I felt was amazing through the first watch, but it did have some issues. It, It did. Um, I feel my biggest one is I was a little lost at the beginning uh, because I had no idea like how her past was going to affect the story. I did appreciate that the movie focused on her discovering like what her true past was by herself. I thought that was really cool. But at the beginning I got confused because I'm like, okay, wait, did she start off a Kree and then like came to earth or like, did she, was she a human then came then became a Cree and then went back to Earth. I I was like really confused. Yeah, um, it, it was a a little bit confusing and a daunting thing to take on. Yeah. Um. But I did I did really like how it went that we were learning about her past as she was. Yes, I loved that. I thought that was awesome. It was super good. Um. There were some issues that I had with um with Yonrog other than before I continue <laughs> <laughs> I need to announce that this is a spoiler review. So if you haven't watched the movie, go see it and then come back and listen to us. Yes. Okay, that being said, with Yonrog being the bad guy, which is something that I knew because of another podcast I listened to. Did a little bit of backstory on Yonrog. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. And See, I, I walked into this movie like literally knowing jack shit. Yeah, so there was so much back and forth about what role Jude Law was going to be playing. Like, I thought he was, was going to... was insane. Mm-hmm. It, sorry, didn't mean to cut you off, but... um. Yeah, it was like insane, like how like Marvel was trying to keep. I don't know if they were trying to keep it a secret, um, but it was amazing, like how many guesses people were taking of who Jude Law, Jude Law is in this film. Yeah, well, when he first got announced that he was cast in this movie, everyone was saying, "Oh, he's going to be Captain Marvel," or he's going not Marvel, Captain Marvel. I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, "Oh, sweet!" And then they started announcing that he's Yon Rog, and I'm like, "Who the fuzz, Yon Rog?" <laughs> And then it just went back, and they're like, "No, he's really Marvel. No, he's Yon Rog." And then when the toys got released, I'm like, "Okay, he's really Yon Rog," because the toys haven't lied. Never mind. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I, get I just, that caught, I just, while I was talking, I caught a glance over at the pop figure on my desk, and it's the Hulk busting out of Hulkbuster. So I can't I can't say that in good conscience that the toys have never lied to us before. That me that took me way longer to get, and I'm ashamed that it took me that long to get that. <laughs> because that was funny. That was really funny. Kudos to you for that. Um Okay. So the toys haven't lied to us with names. I'll say names because they haven't <laughs> lied to us about names. It's like, well I'm just kidding. So, throughout this entire thing, I was thinking, like, how the hell is he going to be evil? Or how is he going to be the bad guy? Because I knew... Flip it around. I knew Minerva is a bad guy. And I know Korath is... 
technically a bad guy, yeah. or he ends up being one. But I'm like, how the hell does this happen? It's like it all makes sense now. It does make sense now. They went against the comics, though. Yeah, they did. Wait, wait, bit. are the Kree in the bad in the comics, or are they still are they good? So the it, depends who you ask. <laughs> okay, so I'm asking you. Okay, so the, <laughs> the <laughs> so the Kree are mostly good, but then there's like okay. a few of the crazy ones, like Ronan and Korath. Yeah. Okay. Hey, yeah, those ones are a little. I was expecting like, to see a lot more of Ronan in this movie. I was too. Like, like they made such a anything. big deal that he was coming back. And yeah, he was just such a. Small he got like part. what, like two scenes? Yeah, his most and prominent he ran one. Away like a bitch. Yeah, his most prominent one was him saying, "Oh, we'll be back for Captain Marvel." That's it, pretty much. <laughs> um, yeah, I forgot where I was going. Oh, with Yon Rob. So I was pretty sure that he was going to end up being evil and they didn't it kind of felt like it came out of nowhere it did like yeah when it was discovered that the scrolls were actually like the good guys i'm just like wait what okay well technically if he it was he was not really a good guy okay but like he's more of just a a dude who's done bad things yeah to save his family. So like this like this little scroll s- sector um or whoever Talos was in charge of, he knew that Isn't it Ta- Talos? Talos? Or is it Talos? I was saying Talos, but okay, it, might it might be Talos. I think it might be Ta- I don't know. Honestly, have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Um so he's just searching for his family while Carol's searching for her past when she gets stranded on Earth. And the way she gets stuck on Earth, I thought was really creative. That was re- especially how well they were able to recreate a blockbuster in the 90s. Holy shit. Like, and a Radio Shack. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Oh. Like even even Brie Larson was talking of how she, amazed she was, like just walking in there and like being brought back into time, and the guy that was interviewing her was like, D-, and they even like had Hook in there, and she's like, I know, like how the hell did they get the rights to put that movie in? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got all the the feels with that. So I freaking awesome. love going to Blockbuster with you. I miss it. Um. Yeah, so when she crashes, like, I loved how it was the scrolls that took her. Oh, her past originates here, so we're going to travel here. And then that's when she freaking busts out and escapes. Yeah. Um, I love that part of the story. I felt that worked really well. It did. It explained how she got to where she was at. Um, I loved the freaking ass kicking. The the action in this was pretty good. It really was. It wasn't super cut up like a lot of Marvel movies are. Yeah. And I, I did appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, there were some scenes that were a little like cut too much. And that with what they've done with like Winter Soldier... I don't think that Marvel movies should have to be that cutty. I completely agree. I feel the Winter Soldier is like the standard of like all fight scenes. 
that should be in comic book movies. So, considering that movie came out like what, like five years ago, mm-hmm. like th- there really should not be any that kind of editing in a uh, Marvel movie. Yeah. Um. How did you feel about the introduction to Nick Fury? I thought that was awesome. Their first rea- interaction was hilarious. Was it? Isn't it? He's like, yeah. I had a uh, someone call about a uh, lady uh, break into a, a Radio Shack that looked like she was dressed for laser tag. Wasn't wasn't that what he said? Pretty much. Okay. Or busted it through the roof of. Oh yeah, of no, yeah, it was that. It was yeah. that. <laughs> we got reports of a lady that busted through the roof of Blockbuster that looked like she was ready to go play laser tag. Have you seen her? <laughs> and she's. I love her reaction yeah, even like, more. She's just like, no, but if I find him. <laughs> no, doesn't she like? Yeah, I, I I believe she went that way. Doesn't she actually do that? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, that was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, like her humor was just really like, well. It, re- I didn't know if it was gonna like work that well, like her snarky comments, but they work so well. I at, like literally every time that um, Brie Larson delivered a joke, I was laughing pretty hard. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to think of any other story issues that I had. Um, Got one. Okay. Agent Coulson deserved more screen time. Yes, he did. <laughs> Can we just talk about how amazing Marvel's effects are that they made not only Coulson look younger. Like, it's not that hard to do because... Um, He's still, like, yeah, young looking. Yeah, but I mean, like, you can definitely tell that, like, they did some touches. But... I think the only thing they really did with him was maybe he's kind of smooth his face out and make his hairline come back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's probably it. Um, but what they were able to do to Samuel Jackson as Nick Fury is amazing. I think it helps that the man doesn't age. This is true. This is very true. But like I did not notice like any CGI whatsoever. Like nothing looked n- not really there. Like any of the effects that they had to add to make him look younger. It yeah, looked the only completely natural. That, yeah, all the the effects that I had issues with were some with goose. Yeah, okay. And then there was one scene when uh with the supreme intelligence where she gets pushed up against the wall. Yeah. And is like pushed it through like the liquidy shit. Yeah. Like that looked really fake. Okay. Like just yeah. her her body. Yeah. I feel like And then s- when it switched back to like a front shot of her face, then it like started looking a little bit more real. We're like totally skipping ahead. Sorry. Now nah, you're good. Okay. Um but I mean I do have another effect to point out when we get to effects that I had a little bit of a problem with. Okay. So, um story issues okay this is a big one that i had okay um with the when she like finally gets out of her um power uh inhibitor oh yeah 
when she breaks out of that and fights everyone, like yeah. all the uh, the Star Force command, and fights the Kree mil like or Ronan's fleet, I guess. Okay. And destroys the entire freaking fleet after she's already defeated Star Force, and then she comes flying down to go and grab Yonrog. And he gets ready to fight her. I'm like, are you serious? She just took out a fleet, you dumbass. Like, what the hell are you going to do? <laughs> he's going to give it all he's got. That's yeah, I'm like, all you're going to get your ass handed to you. And he does. Yeah. He, oh, yeah. But I, there I, were the highlights of the story were in that scene, too. Where she blasts. <laughs> That, it was like turn off the I, fireworks. I was and... just about to point that out. Or wait, no, that's like when um is that like when they're on Earth? Or yeah. Is it, okay. Yeah, and like how he's like, you know, like uh you're always uh you always seem like you're like too scared to like actually you know, show me your full force, but you know, like let's turn off like She had an inhibitor, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um but you know, like let's turn off the fireworks and you know, like actually show me what you got and she does blast <laughs> blast that asshole halfway across the the screen i just love she's like i have nothing to prove to you yeah i, I freaking lo- loved that i'm like are you gonna get ready to fight him you're gonna get ready oh yes <laughs> <laughs> oh appreciated the hell out of that yeah i'm like you i don't do too. like i even said something to brielle i'm like she doesn't have to she doesn't have to and then he blasted it got blasted i'm like yes um I loved how they showed a lot through the movie with her crashing down on stuff and crashing. Okay, the the go-kart thing where she crashed, oh, that yeah. looked rough. Yeah, like, <laughs> damn. That, I was like, huh. <laughs> like, I applaud you, kid, for being able to bounce back as fast as you did from that. Yeah, I'm like, if you want to lay down, you feel free. <laughs> <laughs> Take five. You deserve it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I liked how that came back with her getting up. Yeah. Especially during the fight with the uh, the Supreme Intelligence. Yes, that was awesome. Um, I wish that we would have gotten to see a little, like, the true and the Supreme Intelligence's true form. Because it's just, like, a tentacle head. Yeah. It's it's like a, a it's a big-ass head in a jar. With like tentacles coming out of the top, it's freaking insane looking. What in the ass? Uh huh. <laughs> okay. I wish we got we would have gotten to see that, but I'm okay with not. That was the post credit scene. Um, that'd been hilarious. What did you think about how she got her powers? I actually liked how they explained. Yeah, yeah, I I thought it worked very well. What'd you think? I I liked it. Um, is I mean, is that I, how she gets them in the comics? So it's a kind of a different explosion. Okay. It's like with a different kind of machine. I forget what the machine's called, but it's with some different machine. But it's I I liked how it was. I think it fit really well with yeah, the. Yeah, it, it really worked. Yeah. Um. So, I think there's two different ways that she got her powers in the comics. One was getting caught in that explosion with the other machine. 
Okay. And the other one is her powers were given to her by Marvel, oh, okay. who who has like these photon gauntlet things that give her powers to control like cosmic stuff. And he gives those to her when he dies of cancer. Sad. Yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> Damn. But I, I, I like this because it made a little bit more sense with the uh, overall MCU. Um. With so Victor actually was tested me a little bit on this oh. uh, this morning. So he was asking if she got her powers from the Tesseract, which is in this movie. That's the power source for the light speed engine that Marvel creates. So I thought, uh, upon like just the a first initial watch, that the Tesseract was in the light speed engine, but the light speed engine was just created from the tesseract huh so marvell was doing her shit on her spaceship yeah and then i'm guessing bringing her research back down to earth and getting like all the tesseract powered shit and then creates the ship that her and carol go fly off in and has that light speed engine she doesn't want someone to get that and then she blasts it so technically it's not like a direct she got her powers from the Tesseract, uh-huh. but she got it because of the Tesseract. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Cause I think because Vision gets his powers directly from the one of the in- Infinity Stones. Yeah. Scarlet Witch gets hers because of the Infinity Stones. So ki- kind of like... um. But Oh, wait. She gets hers from Loki's Scepter, huh? Like they were doing experiments with Loki's scepter. Oh yeah. Yep. Okay, so she gets it not directly from the Infinity Stone, but something close. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> so I I would say her and Scarlet Witch's powers are pretty similar. They are. Yeah, they are. And they seem like I don't know if Scarlet Witch can do all the shit Captain Marvel can. It's maybe it's just different because different Infinity Stone, but seeing all our brawl, yeah. But she can freaking kick ass. Oh yeah, hands down. Uh, So grade the story because as a fan, I give this like a ninety-five. Yeah. As a critic, like an eighty-five. I'm thinking eighty. Eighty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just because there was quite a few issues. Yeah, I'll agree with you on that one. Okay. The theme. So this, the theme, what do you think? This was like an origin story, so maybe like a self-discovery. I feel for being a self-discovery movie, I think it's actually like pretty spot on. Like um, you pointed out to me that you... What didn't you say that you kind of didn't like that it was kind of like not like I don't know you didn't like that it felt like a phase one film yeah um, but I, I actually liked that I thought it worked in its favor 
Yeah, after some thought, I feel it did too. Um, fit really well in the the phase one. Like I told trope. Caleb, I felt that I feel this was kind of like a good warm up, um, before the like the big show, which is a end game, of course. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, as far as an origin story, I think they did a really, really good job. They did do. A I really feel good Captain job. Marvel's kind of like one of the harder ones to tell, like a good origin story for. Um, and I feel. I, I mean, I don't know who directed this. I feel bad. I should probably look that up. Yeah, I forgot what her name is too. Um, I, thought, I thought it was directed by two people. I think it was just one woman. Oh, about to find out. Yeah, don't quote me on that, though. I'm quoting you on it. <laughs> um, Reference fail, bitch. So so one thing that with the overall theme, because I think a lot of this was empowerment, um, like learning what your true power is yeah. and everything. Was it two people? Yep, two people. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck. Hmm. So like I was saying, I feel like this was a movie about empowerment, finding out what your true power is, and something that like I felt didn't really fit with it, with like the overall story was with Yonrog telling her to control her emotions, but she didn't seem very emotional. No, she didn't. Like, so she, yeah, that was a little weird. Yeah, like she, she would like even when she did like unleash her power, she didn't seem a, like a very emotional person. She, she looked like I think what he was referring to was that she was just pissed off that she was he was kicking her ass. Like after getting your ass kicked like a few times, you kind of get pissed off. Yeah, no. Like I, I don't care who you are. Yeah, I I agree. You're you're gonna get a little salty, at least a little bit. Yeah, it's like control your emotions, like. <laughs> your emotion of getting a little pissed off that you're getting beat that doesn't make sense no it doesn't so i had issues with that um i don't know what do you think do you think that detracted a lot too much or because they put a Not lot a of focus lo- or yeah, they rog did. at least put a lot of focus he on did so emotion. yeah that does subtract from it a little bit not like hugely but definitely a little bit so maybe I'm thinking maybe like eighty five. I'm thinking eighty five as well. Okay. Okay, acting. So let's get these names right. Hell yeah! So we're <laughs> gonna break down the people that we feel had the most to do in this movie. Yes. So number one, obviously, we're gonna Captain Marvel, played by Brie Larson. I thought she was fantastic. I thought she was too. I loved her in this movie. A lot of people that I've heard say that her acting was bland. I disagree. Like I felt like it fit because if she was trained for six years that she needed to become an emotionalist drone. Yeah. Like, yeah, she would feel a little bit dry. Yeah. But she had a lot of personality. Oh, she really did. With like screaming at that one scroll. That that was awesome. Hit her and just her sassiness. Yeah. Her bounce her and Samuel L. Jackson bouncing off of each other made this movie. Hell yeah. Like it was amazing. I amazing. I don't care if it isn't a Marvel movie. I want another Brie Larson Samuel L. Jackson movie. 
They of are anything. in. They are in a uh, couple of other movies together, actually. No joke. Yeah, dead serious. What movies? Um, uh, let me find out. Okay. So anyway, while you're pulling that up, yeah, I feel like her character was supposed to be a little bit bland, but she has a ton of personality. Like she's, she seems like a very intimidating person. Like someone that like will joke around with you, but they'll sometimes like say something that you don't know whether to take serious or not. Yeah. Okay. So you got it pulled up. Yeah. So, okay. The only other one is like, Okay, I've only seen this movie once, but Kong Skull Island, they're in that movie together. Oh, yeah. yeah. They aren't in it together very often. Oh, they're not? Oh. No. Uh, okay, so maybe this is really like the one that they're very prominently <laughs> together then. Uh, because the only other ones I'm seeing are Unicorn Store. Where they're in it together? Yeah, I guess so. I've what never... the hell is Unicorn Store? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm intrigued. <laughs> Just <laughs> the name alone. Uh, and then uh, Farce of the Penguins. The fuck? <laughs> Have you ever heard of that movie? No. It's a it's a, a spoof of uh, March of the Penguins. It had like uh, Bob Saget. Uh, I want to say John Stamos was in it too. Huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. So, what do you think with Brie Larson's acting? I mean, it wasn't perfect. No, it wasn't. But the positives outshine the negatives to me with her portrayal of Captain Marvel. Yeah. Um. So for her alone, I would honestly probably say like a 90. 90? Yeah. What do you think? I'd say 90 is fair. Okay. Were you thinking higher or lower? Um, I was thinking a little higher, but... Really? Okay. Yeah, just... I mean, if not you want... much higher, but just a little higher than 90. Maybe like 92. Okay, alright. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Okay. Um, so what I, I feel like we should do with these ones. Okay. So this is like any of the main actors. We grade, individually grade them and then get an average from their grades. Okay, I like it. Okay, so we got of the characters that we're going to talk about their acting, like we just did Captain Marvel, Nick Fury, Talos, uh, Jan Rog, Mariah Le- Rambo, Monica Rambo, and Supreme Intelligence. So that's seven characters. Should we include Goose? No. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Um, Nick Fury, played by Samuel L. Jackson. A de-aged Samuel L. Jackson. Yes, which, again, looked fantastic. It did look really good. Um, There were some combat things. You could tell that they were... They pulled back on the action for him. Because he's a 70-year-old man. (laughs) Yeah, which I completely understand and respect. Um, So, but overall, like, this is, like, the funniest I've seen. Agent Fury, that was awesome. Yeah. Or, sorry, Director Fury. Oh, wait, no, this is like a, pr- a pre-hardened Nick Fury. Yeah, considering he lost a shit over a cat. <laughs> yeah. 
So how? So this ha- this movie happens in what? Nineteen ninety five. You got me. I want to say ninety five because Mallrats came out in ninety five. I think. Yeah, I think you're right. And obviously, we'll talk about Stanley's cameo and all so good the tears that were shed. Yeah, like dead serious. Yeah, we'll talk about that here in a little bit. Um, yeah, I want to say 1995 is when Mallrats came out. So, this do you ever look at like a Google search and you're just like, why do you have to ask that question? Like, I I want to smack you. What came up? It's 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 a stupid question. Okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you after. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're right. 1995. Nice. Okay, so let's assume that this came, this this movie's happening in 1995. Iron Man happens. So Iron Man happens in 2008. Yep. So that means that. Nick Fury went from a level three agent to the director of S.H.I.E.L.D. in a little over 10 years. So, that, 15 so years. eight years from 2000 plus six. So 16 years. Yeah, that seems right. Yeah. OK, I was going to get a little bad at that timeline because I'm like, no one ranks up that quick, but you can yeah. yeah in 16 years you can get a lot yeah. i'm not sure like director of shield but he he's samuel jackson ahead. he can get anything he wants yeah <laughs> no kidding okay so i'm not super mad at that um i do think they overplayed him a little bit comedically really yeah how so with goose and how, like, oh, look at the little kitty stuff. That went a lot on a little too Yeah, often. okay. And I feel like that's more writing than anything else. It is, yeah. So I'm not going to dock him for that. I honestly didn't ha- don't think I had any issues with no, Nick Fury. No, I, I, I did appreciate that they um, explained how uh, he lost his eye. Oh, my gosh. So dumb. <laughs> Hey, but Dude, it explains doesn't that, it. Doesn't that kind of just make fun of the line he had in Winter Soldier? Where yeah. he's like, last time I trusted someone, I lost an eye. Yeah. You didn't trust anyone. You got your eye cut out <laughs> by a cat, you, he, you jerk. He trusted Goose. Albers, he trusted Goose. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, so what are you thinking on, on grade? Also, like a 95. 95? Yeah. What do you think? I'm thinking that, too. Okay. And I'm go- I am want to say, I'm given 95, which is higher than we gave Brie Larson, because yeah. Nick, Brie Larson had a lot more to do. Yeah. Than so there's a lot Nick more Fury. to judge her on. Than, yeah. yeah. So that's the only reason. Yeah. It's nothing against her character or her acting. Nothing at all. Okay, next we got Talos, played by Ben Mendelsohn. He was fantastic. He was pretty good. Even behind so all was, those prosthetics. Was Ben Mendelsohn also Nick Fury's buddy? Or like the other, the human version? Was that him too? Yes, yeah. Okay. 
Well, it, that's his um, um, his, that's his boss. It's not his buddy. Okay, yeah. So his boss, um, that was Ben Mendelsohn, yep. and then there was Ben Mendelsohn in the scroll makeup. Yep, yep, that's him. Okay. I really liked him. I did too. I did not think that. I mean, behind all that latex, you could really make a scroll that funny or like you know actually like really feel for a scroll but he really did yeah i think they used just enough makeup so he could still emote yes and he does really well at he really does i i haven't seen a movie with him in it that i haven't like that i maybe don't like the movie but i've never hated his betrayal in any movie i've seen him in he's usually the better part of that Mm -hmm. movie Mm -hmm. um so maybe you know this (laughs) Because I got confused as shit. Was the neighbor that came to the door at Mariah, or not Mariah, yeah, Mariah Rambo's house, was that the real neighbor? <laughs> or was that the other scroll? Because she don't slammed know the door now. on his face and he t- turned, or she turned around and he's just like, you should be nicer to your neighbors. <laughs> I do not know for certain now. Yeah. I got to go see the movie again now. (laughs) Like, I don't know if they explained that. Oh, that just gives me another uh, good reason to go see the movie again. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I do not know. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Like, shit. Like, I'm like, okay, is it a scroll? And that explains why it was so weird because he looked confused as hell. Yeah. So, I don't know, like, I am kind of more leaning towards it was the other scroll. Yeah. But, still going to see the movie again to make my final judgment. Just to confirm. Yes. Um, but, yeah, his comedic delivery was amazing. Oh, yes. Oh. And even when he was a bad guy, it was awesome. Or when we thought he was a bad guy. Um, I loved hit when she was in the upside down memory containment thing. Yeah, when that scientist tapped on Captain Marvel's head. Oh yeah, and he's like, "Wait, that did something." <laughs> uh, or uh, towards the end when he's like, "You sure you don't want me to go back into your boss's body?" I had kind of, I had quite a good time playing your playing your superior. That was pretty funny. <laughs> He did really good. Um, I don't know about you, but when they were on Marvel's lab ship thing, and he started doing that call, and all the other scrolls came out, I was like, "Oh shit, this is a setup." Yeah, I thought the same thing too. I'm like, "Okay, yeah, shit's about to hit the hand, the hand fan really, really fast." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Ooh." <laughs> Like, someone's about to get jacked. Yeah. It's like, that's how it ends. They all die. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there was so... His... I had no issues with him. I didn't either. None. So... What are you thinking, 100? Yeah. Again, this is because we had more to judge on Bree than we did... These other two. Yeah. Um, 
Let's see. Next is Yonrog, played by Jude Law. Yeah. I feel he really did not have a lot to do. I don't know if he did that well. There's he he kind of felt... it. To me, it kind of felt just like Jude Law playing a space guy. Yeah, pretty much. It, it didn't really... And I don't know if that's really Jude Law's fault. Because I feel if you watch him in... Um, Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald, even though it's a very small role, uh, because, you know, he plays Dumbledore in that yeah. movie, he actually does feel like Dumbledore. Am I... I feel like I'm, like, slurring the word Dumbledore. Um, <laughs> a little bit. Okay. Um, but I think he does a great job in, like, the limited screen time that he has. Um, so, like, comparing these two roles, I'm just like, what happened in this movie? <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking 85. Yeah. Because he was good, but he wasn't as good as Brie Larson was no, in this. he wasn't. Um, Mar- Mariah Rambeau, played by Lashana Lynch. She felt like the heart of the movie. She did, and I loved that. Yeah. I loved, um... Like, that... The relationship that she had with Carol before she disappeared and how she portrayed being hurt. Yeah. Like, you don't know how it feels to literally just have your best friend be gone in just one minute and this is all you have left of her. Yeah. And then even though she's back, it's not her. Yeah. It doesn't feel the same. She did really good at being like, I don't know what the hell is going on. Yeah. She did a fantastic job. Um, but she did really good. She really did. She she was more like the catalyst for a lot of the emotional scenes, especially out in the front yard with Carol. That yes. interaction, back yeah. and, that back and forth was just... Oh, that was great. That was amazing. I don't know if I really have any problems with her character. Um, my only issues with her is like during the action sequences, <laughs> like yeah. her, her like little cheesy one-liners. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna have to dock a little bit for that. So, ninety-five. Thinking ninety. Ninety. Okay. Yeah. Because a majority of her scenes were the action. True. But the, like the. The scenes where she like really sh- shined were the, the emotional, emotional ones. Okay. Yeah. Um, next, we got Monica Rambo, um, Mariah Rambo's daughter, played by Akira Akbar. She was fantastic. She was pretty good. I loved her. Her and um, Brie Larson's interactions. I did too. Um, <laughs> I had an issue with the the costume change. I knew that was coming up, dude. It's like, that's the one thing I can't get over about this movie. How did she know the little color hue thing, how that worked? Dude, she's a child being brought, being brought up in the 21st century. That's not... No, it's, no, she's not. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> she's a 90s kid like us. Wait, what? No. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm losing my mind here. Yeah, I'm not talking wow. about Akira. I'm talking yeah. about Monica. Oh, yeah, not... yeah. Dude, sorry. I'm Keep sorry. Up. I'm sorry. I'm just losing my mind here. 
<laughs> she, she had a she knew how to use a computer and that's how yeah i got nothing yeah because computers back then were so hard to use the I, hardest thing about the computers back then was the loading time <laughs> uh have you seen that picture that says uh when it was time to go to the computer lab and it was like the old style apple computers and like everyone was rushing to pick their favorite color oh yeah I freaking we never had all the time yeah, ours were only blue. No, ours were only green. We never had different colors. Dude, we only had the blue ones for like a year. Oh. And that was when I was in second grade. And we only went to the computer lab like twice. In third grade is when they switched to the boring ass white ones. Please tell me you played Oregon Trail. No. What? I thought that was like... Dude, I don't know what Curriculum. The hell, I don't know what the hell game I used to play. But it was with this ladybug. It was like a 3D game with this ladybug. And I have not been able to find it. Because that game was a freaking blast. I was going to say, why do you want to find it? But okay. Yeah, I would do that instead of my typing assignments. (laughs) I was a really lazy kid. (laughs) Starting to get the notion. (laughs) Anyway, back to Monica. So that's literally the only problem you have with her character is just that color scheme shit? No, she also... Her delivery on when she was showing Carol all of her stuff was a little... Eh. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. It okay. was just kind of like, eh. Like, like, take it or leave it scene. It, okay. She honestly could have... We, we could have gotten the same effect had she just come down and said, here's your stuff, and walked <laughs> off. Like, I know that's, like, a real shitty thing to say, but, like, honestly, that whole thing, like, this, oh, you remember this? You remember that? Like, she remembers everything her Aunt Carol did. Like, that's a lot to take in, so. Uh, why is that so fu- Why is that so funny to me? I don't know why. I'm just, like, getting an, a picture in my head of her throwing her stuff and saying, here's your shit, bye. <laughs> exactly that oh my gosh that'd be so funny so i feel like i'm being harsh but i'm I'm putting her on the same level as jude law 85 damn i thought you were gonna give her a 90 85 okay all right 85 85 what, it is what, what do you think i was like thinking 90 really yeah can we meet in the middle at like 87 okay we can meet at 87 Okay, the last person that we're going to judge very harshly is the Supreme Intelligence and Marvel, played by Annette Benning. For a minute, I actually forgot that she was on the list, and I thought you were going to mention Goose, and I'm just like, of course he's going to critique the shit out of this cat. <laughs> well, you can't really judge a cat on no, its you... acting. The cat was perfect. Perfect acting, let's face it. Yeah, so he's going to jack up this curve. Yeah, so 100 for Goose. So what are you thinking about Annette Benning? Because I really liked her in both the parts that she played. I did too. Um, her, I feel her best part definitely was when she was um Carol's like lead captain, right? Marvel. Yeah. Uh, when she was like the supreme leader, and like you know, like she was in um carol's head she was good but she wasn't as good as when she like i feel like she actually like got to like really strew emotion yeah 
I if we're going like in order of the major scenes that she was in because she was in uh carol's memory thing a little bit yeah and that was that was trippy that was yeah that was very trippy um i get no but so when we first see her as the supreme intelligence and carol's just like i don't know who like how like who you are like you're supposed to be the person that i look up to most i don't know who you are that scene what she did really well in the scenes where she was Marvel were really good. Yeah. But that was like near the end. Mm-hmm. And then when it, she went back to being the Supreme Intelligence, but was like in her grunge clothing, that's where her acting felt a little weaker. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. Like she was like the way she was just like, ooh, in this music, it's just like, uh, you're kind of a creep. <laughs> Do you feel after this movie, you can't look at the, um, the, Oh my goodness. That green costume the same way again. Now that you know that the Kree are bad. Yep. Okay. Can't look at it. Which really sucks because I actually really liked that costume. Looks badass. It is a pretty badass but, costume, but I like the uh the color change. I do too. So I I uh with the color changes, I think they went I'm not sure about the like the weird neon, but there was a, like a couple where I think I recognized the colors of the original Carol Danvers, yeah, like her costume with the where she, it was just red and gold oh. and just some black. Um, that was actually from her Ms. Marvel days. So when did she be? So when did she switch from Miss Marvel to Captain Marvel? So in the comics, she started out. As Carol Danvers. Okay. Uh, fell in love with... Yon rog Just kidding. With M- Captain Marvell. Took on... Shippy. Like, kind of shared powers with him. Uh, so when she was in the explosion... Yeah. I'm pretty sure she... Uh, that's when, like, her and Marvell had similar powers. Okay. So she took on the name... Ms. Marvel. Okay. And then she was Ms. Marvel for a long time. And then when Marvel died, she took on his role as Captain Mar- Marvel. Because he went huh. by Captain Marvel. And then she took over. And then Captain Marvel. Okay. And then she just kind of stopped using uh, Ms. Marvel. Yeah. Until. Kamala Khan took it over with her origin. Kamala Khan? Kamala? Oh. Kamala Khan? Oh, I was like, what the hell? Kamala? Yeah. So that's the. So Kamala is the Ms. Marvel now. Okay. Where it's the 62 year old Muslim girl. Okay. And I want to do a Dreamcast of her. Because I love her freaking origin story. Okay, yeah, you'll be leading that one. Just heads up. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've already been thinking about who I'd want to cast as, like, Damn. all the roles. <laughs> yeah, it's a, ooh, it's a, it's an ordeal. <laughs> anyway, getting back to Annette Benning. 
she didn't have a whole lot to do. She didn't. So I think her score is going to be lower because of that. Because of that scene. The last one that we got of her. Yeah. So what do you think? Like 85? I'm thinking 85. Yeah. Yeah. 85 is, is more than fair. All right. So what does that average out to? Okay, so we got 92 plus 95. So 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. So, oh, wait. Did you forget to carry the 1? I forgot to put, like, it in decimal form. So it's like more of the percentage thing, I think. Atta boy. Look at you killing it. Well, now that doesn't seem right. What is it? <laughs> Hold on. Uh... <laughs> Uh, Damn it, Caleb. <laughs> Damn it, Caleb. Okay, hold on. <laughs> so, 92. 90. F- All right, hold on. I need to freaking fix this. Okay, so, 92. I might just edit all this out. 95. <laughs> 185 90 87 and 85 so how about all those so wait average uh boom so the average is comes to ninety. Okay, that's, that's fair for great or for the uh, the acting grade. Okay, <laughs> I, I'm really considering hey, just cutting all that shit. Dude, tr- trial and error, trial and error. Okay. Um. All right, moving on to character development, and I feel like we got obviously with the development of characters for. Maybe Marvel, Fury, and Talos? Yeah, those were the biggest character arcs in the movie, definitely. Okay. So, how do you think the the development of Carol went? I thought it was fantastic. Yeah? Um, it was interesting to just see, like, where she, like, started from. How just, like, one girl that was just a pilot in the air force went through like wow kind of wound up in the wrong um (laughs) plane at the wrong time and sadly had all this stuff happen to her um but i love what how um i want to say it was towards the middle how she was able to uh rediscover who she really is after six years and i thought that was really awesome um so like 
I really don't have a lot of problems with her character arc. So, uh, neither really with Nick Fury's. Um, it, it was honestly really cool seeing where he came from and what got him to believing in kind of like the supernatural kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, just his uh, partner turning out to being a scroll. That, that, that was pretty funny. The whole joke with uh, Coulson still being back at the crime scene. <laughs> Dude, that was insane. I did not. Yeah. That caught me off guard. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> you, it it seemed like Coulson the way he was acting. Like you never like got the gist at all that it wasn't Coulson. So yeah. kudos to you, scrolls. Guys are killing it. Yeah, um, I I dig the uh, how Brie Lars or Captain Marvel. Um, I liked how she was. I liked her line where she says, "I I've been fighting with one arm behind my back." That was really cool this line. entire time, and then that's when she like breaks off her inhibitor. And I love that she knows how to use her power, but it still blows her back and kind of messes her up a little bit. Yeah, because she's never been able to release it all, and I loved that. That it was fantastic. It was so freaking cool. Um. Yeah, as soon as that snapped, I was just like, ooh, you guys are screwed. Um, <laughs> There were some, like, throwaway lines that were a little, like, eh. Like, the one with Minerva. Like, hey, why didn't we hang out more? It's like, because I don't like you. That was super dumb. Like, I didn't really like that line. I, I laughed at that line. I thought it was funny. It was funny, but in a lame way. I thought it worked. It I was a pity it. laugh. Really? I, yeah. I liked it. I thought that was a funny line. But, yeah. I thought, like, she never really felt connected to all the others. Like, she always stood out. Yeah. And she was, like, the... They threw around that she was emotional, but she really wasn't. No, she... Like I mean, but, the, like, after being a Cree for six years, I mean, I'm not... I can't really blame her for not being emotional. So, yeah. Like, it, it was weird, but... Yeah, I think she made a big leap in her... Maybe her self-image. Like, she felt that the, she needed to be someone that she wasn't. Yeah. And then she finally was just like, you know what? F all of you. I'm going to do what I want to do. And then, like, unleashed her power and made Ronan the Accuser freaking shit himself. Like, damn. Yeah, I freaking love that. Um, About Nick Fury. Nick Fury? He was pretty good. Definitely can... I don't... I think this movie was... Should have hardened him a little bit more. Alright, that's fair. Like I understand, I understand his thought process on like in the other movies, yeah. Where he is just like trust no one all the time, mm-hmm. but in this you don't really understand. Like you don't, he don't really get. He doesn't get to that point. He doesn't get yeah, to the uh, like I trust no one point. Yeah, that's a good point. Like unless freaking Goose ruined, <laughs> like just he threw all of his trust in Goose, and Goose just betrayed him, and that's what hardened him up. I owe this all to a cat. 
Yeah. That'd be so, that. Oh, that'd be so funny. <laughs> yeah. It's like, but... sir, how did you become you know so hard, such a great leader? Well, it all started with Goose. That's where the story begins. Yeah. So, with him, I feel we didn't get to the Nick Fury that we know. No, we didn't. Um, and that kind of detracted because that's what I was expecting us to get I did to. Too, but maybe in Cap Captain Marvel two, wink, wink. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, we have sixteen years to cover. True. He didn't start becoming a hard ass until the two thousands. Makes sense. <laughs> like, like dead serious. It totally makes sense. Um, I like the little nod that they made in this uh, towards him being a colonel. Yes, that was awesome. I loved that so much. Yeah, I, I I it was just like a real throwaway line, but I really appreciated it. Me too. I was just like yes, um, I mean that has nothing to do with his development. I just appreciated yeah, that. Yeah, no, I appreciated it as um, well. So I feel Nick Fury's was a little less because I feel I I think we were supposed to get to um a certain point, and we didn't. And yeah, so, and okay. because there's no talks of a Captain Marvel two, but I'm sure there's going to be. Yeah, I'm sure there because is, there's yeah. no talks of it. I'm, I'm going to be the the critic in me is going to assume that that was supposed to be the Nick Fury, that like that's everything that happens from Nick Fury, then until the hard Nick Fury, and we didn't get the hard Nick Fury. Okay, all right. So overall character development, I'm going to give maybe a eighty-five. Okay. All right. Yeah, I respect that. I have to agree. You thinking the same. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you know what? We never touched on Ben Mendelsohn as Talos. Oh, that's right. Talos. Freaking dumb. My bad. So he's actually might boost this up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, I I didn't think that the scrolls really needed to be funny, but Ben Mendelsohn delivered the lines very, very well. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not expect them to like. From what you told me, like you know, like the scrolls are you know like a race that's bad in the comics. So I thought they were, but apparently, like the way he was describing it, that not all of them are. Oh, okay. Yeah, so oh, they're, that's trippy. So he do, they, it doesn't really eliminate the idea for a secret invasion storyline later down. Okay. But it's just like maybe that uh, Kree tribe, or that not the Kree, that scroll tribe is the like good ones. Okay. That they didn't want to do evil shit. They yeah. did because their families were in danger. Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't. I really have like nothing bad to say about his character. Neither I didn't I. really have any problems. He didn't really have a big story arc. He didn't. Um, but I mean, he was like the main villain. Yeah. In a way. Um, but Ben Mendelsohn, Ben Mendelsohn did a fantastic job. Yeah. So is eighty-five still a fair score? 
I feel just because he didn't really have like a huge character arc. Yeah. Okay. All right, moving on to music. Uh, so like I said, we changed this from a scale of 1 to 10. Um, so how did the music fit in? I didn't really... There was a couple. Yeah. So the one with the Supreme Intelligence. Kind of weird. Yeah, that was a little weird. Everything else, though, fit really well. It did. I gotta go back and listen to the soundtrack. Yeah. Um. Apparently, I'm not super familiar with uh, 80s, 90s stuff. Or with the music that they played. Yeah. But apparently, the music that was played with the Supreme Intelligence was some Nirvana song that came out during the six years that Carol was gone. So everyone was just kind of like, well, how would she know that song? And I'm like, she she couldn't have just heard the song while she was road tripping with Fury. (laughs) Like, come on. Yeah. You know the internet. So, what are you thinking? I'm thinking like eight or nine. I'm thinking eight. Okay, eight it is. Okay. Effects. So we had a few issues with, yes. the, with the effects. One uh, one effect that I forgot to point out. In some scenes that Captain Marvel was flying with the helmet and all, it looked a little too heavy CGI. It did. Okay. It looked very heavy CGI. Like, damn. So I'm going to have to take some points off of that. Uh, definitely. Um, like I said, Goose had a lot of... Yeah, you could yeah. tell when it switched from um, CGI to normal cat. Yeah. Um, but like the fire on her fist, th- that looked fine. Like, no, yeah, The it, light like, effects looked really good. Yes, they did. Um, like with the, her energy and everything. Yeah. It looked really good. Yeah, at no point with those scenes did I think that, oh, that's like way too CGI. No, that actually looked real. Yeah. Um, well, as real as it could. So the de-aging with Nick Fury and Coulson looked awesome. Yep. The energy with uh, her powers looked awesome. I think the only issues we had were with some of the flying movement mm-hmm. and Goose. Yeah. And then there was that one scene with the Supreme Intelligence that I was talking about. Yeah. So, I'm 85? I'm thinking 85. Okay. Okay, costumes. I loved Captain Marvel's costume in this movie. Holy shit. They Both they were her ver- Veers and her Captain Marvel costume, both were fantastic. Yeah, they were pretty amazing. Um, I'm trying to think of any of that, like, stood out as not fitting in that well um i know some people complain that they're that the movie didn't seem too eight two nineties, and it i don't think they were trying to throw the 90s in your face no, they weren't. like they were trying to show like not everyone dresses like a freaking 90s person yeah i feel like they threw in enough to warrant that this movie does play, take place during the 90s yeah so I'm thinking like 95 
No, it's a scale of one to ten. Oh yeah, sorry. Come on, Rose. Sorry. Hey, this is a new thing. I get a a grace period. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like a nine? Nine? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking too. Excellent. Okay. Now as the genre grade, so superhero adventure, but since this is part of the MCU, we're going to grade this as a MCU movie. Okay. So like I said, I feel this fits a little bit better in phase one. Agreed. Like when I went into this, I was expecting top quality like Black Panther or Infinity War, but we ended up getting... Like a cap or a first Avenger or Iron Man, which is not a bad movie. No, it's not. Like I like both agree, it kind of works in its favor. Yeah, but Black Panther and Infinity War are just in like a different tier. Yes, I I agree. So, I want to give this like a around what I think I gave Iron Man, which is like a ninety. I I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now let me just double check, make sure everything fit in like it was supposed to, and it didn't. (laughs) Alright, hold on. (laughs) You're killing me, Smalls. Okay, so... Our final grade for Captain Marvel is a B. Sitting at a sitting at a B. Which I think is a I think fairly good score. Yeah. I think it deserves a solid B. Mm-hmm. I think if anything, it maybe I'm leaning a little bit more towards a B plus. Yeah, it's a solid B plus. But a B is a, a yeah. really good score. I, I completely agree. So yeah, well, I uh, believe this concludes this episode. Yes. Unless you got anything else to mention about this movie? Uh, no. If I bring up another comment, it's gonna get heated. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I think you know what comment I'm talking about. What comment? The the the, the Aquaman and Captain Marvel comment. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it'd get heated. I I see both sides. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, we'll we'll get into it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, like I said, this concludes this episode of the All Bros Podcast. Um, If you like this episode, want to check out more of our stuff, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, and Spotify. We are our episodes also get released on YouTube. Uh, new video would have been heading your way soon, but Rose's computer decided to take a shit on him. Yeah, and I lost everything. Yep. So I truly, truly apologize. I'm sorry. Okay, uh, you can also be sure to follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the All Bros. Or we're on Twitter at the All Bros. Um, and if you have something you want us to to discuss in the next episode or a movie we should see be sure to email us at the channel at gmail.com or you can fill out a form 
on our website, which is tinyurl.com forward slash the all bros. Um, next week, uh, what did we say we were going to do? Wasn't it How to Train Your Dragon 2? How to Train Your Dragon 2. Cool. Um, so what should our question for our listeners be regarding that? Because we didn't get any comments from them this week. Sad. Yeah. So what? Thick. Come on, man. I'm just kidding. Yeah, share this with your share this with people, <laughs> <laughs> so we can get so, like read something. Um, hmm. like I'm pretty sure. Let me let me just double check just just in case. Because if I'm wrong, I'm gonna feel like an asshole. But you have to come up with the question. I mean, I feel you should already feel like an asshole. But you know, it's just me. <laughs> um. Ooh, what is your favorite um type of dragon? Ooh, that's a pretty good one. In the How to Train Your Dragon series. Yep, we do not got anything. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so question of the week, which I'll post after this episode comes out. Woo! So, because I, I don't want to confuse people by asking, like, what's like, what's your favorite dragon from How to Train Your Dragon Two? Captain Marvel's coming out today, <laughs> so I'll wait oh, until that comes though. out. But yeah, so favorite dragon species or whatever, and what you like about them. Yes, we need some details. Yes, full paragraphs, please. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, so uh, look forward to that next week, and we will catch you guys then. Until then, this has been the All Bros Podcast, and I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And we'll catch you guys next week. Deuces. Bye. I don't know what the hell that was. Dude, every freaking week. It's going to change every week. Get used to it. Yeah, it would if it did change every week, but it's like the same voice, just like different like where you do the enunciation of it like brr <laughs> you know i'm just gonna have a completely different phrase next week okay what do you say say not what do say. i say <laughs> i say good luck <laughs> you're making oh you're an asshole <laughs>